very strange things happen to very ordinary people. This is the account of one of them. It would have been difficult, perhaps, to find in the whole of America a more ordinary man than Mr. Thornton Busk. He did not himself think that he was anything at all unusual, and yet he always had a very pretty pride in himself, and considered, as most of us do, that it was quite essential for the happy continuance of the history of the world that he should live and be well fed and have a happy and prosperous time. He came to Hollywood from New York, partly because of the climate, partly because he thought he might do a little writing for the films, partly because of a very lovely girl whom he knew had gone to try her own fortune there. He'd been in Hollywood five years, and it may be said of him that during that time he was happy rather than successful. He had a very cheerful nature. He was good looking in a quite ordinary way. Dark and slim, and always correctly dressed. He was useful to women who did not know what to do with their time, and he never had an original idea about anything. He discovered, to his mild surprise, that he was not needed by anybody to write for the films, and soon had, as everyone has in Hollywood, a personal story about how near he'd come to achieving this, and by what an unlucky chance he'd just missed that, and how so and so. The director of one of the best films of the decade was his very best friend, and would have given him so much to do if it hadn't happened that there were so many people already engaged in doing it. He did not really feel himself ill-used. There are so many parties of so many kinds in Hollywood that you can go out somewhere all the time, wherever you are, and there is always a chance that someone quite world famous will be sitting next to you at the Vendome. Or dancing quite close to you at the Trocadero, his five years were entertaining and even exciting, and it seemed to him that he had plenty of friends. At the end of the five years, what he hadn't got was plenty of money. He discovered with a shock that his capital was almost gone, and that although millions of dollars were rolling about the Hollywood streets, none of them seemed to roll in his direction. It was then that he began to think seriously of a charming English lady, Mrs. Grace Ferguson. Mrs. Ferguson was a rich widow who had a pretty house on Rodeo Drive and entertained a great deal in a quiet, ladylike fashion. She was one of the English who, coming to California on a short visit, are entrapped by the sun and never again escape. Her husband, a kind elderly man who was on the London Stock Exchange, had been dead some ten years. She was quite alone in the world, except for her large white cat Penelope. She had apparently no near friends. She had, of course, plenty of acquaintances, and as it is the practice of every American to be charming at the actual moment of contact, all her acquaintances seemed to her to be friends. It is quite possible for an Englishman or woman to make very real and beautiful friendships in America, lasting ones and sincere. But it is often very difficult for the English to distinguish clearly between friendships and acquaintances. The dividing line is so very clear in their own more cautious country. There were horrible times when Mrs. Ferguson felt very lonely indeed and wondered if she had any friends. 
at such horrible moments, she would feel a great wave of homesickness for the long white moors of Northumberland, the rocky bays of Cornwall, and the deep, violet-scented lanes of Devonshire. She found that it was then that she wrote long letters to friends in England, saying that she would very shortly be home, recalling the many happy days they'd spent together, and hoping a little wistfully that they had not all entirely forgotten her. Then, quickly again, would come the delightful excitements of her social world, a concert in the bowl under the stars. The seats were very damp, and it was necessary to wear quite heavy Arctic clothing. An eventful premiere at Grauman's Chinese Theatre, a lovely trip in somebody's yacht to Catalina, a most interesting lecture given by a yogi from India. It seemed to her on such occasions that she was surrounded by friends warm-hearted, enchanted to see her, hating to be parted from her, ready to do anything in the world to make her happy.